Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Worth It Podcast. My name is Thomas. Hi, JD. Hi, Tom. So we're at podcast number 15, and today we're actually going to be talking about self-shooting and how to, I guess, well, not necessarily um, make an entire full documentary or feature film about yourself, but even all the way down to the most basic bits and pieces like your TikTok, your Vine, your short little Twitter videos. Some people Bite. Want... Bite's the new one. What's the new one? Bite. Oh, I've not heard of that. Explain what Bite is. B- B-Y-T. It's, it's, it's Vine. There's no other way around it. <laughs> even You can go and download the app on your phone and the description literally says, we know what we are. We're Vine coming back. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> and is it any good? Does it, does it work? Yeah, no, it works fantastic. Oh my god, wow. Okay, can't argue with that. You can't get copyright strikes from a company that's not there. <laughs> that's very true. Um, so yeah, let's let's start at the very bottom and I guess work our way up through the different levels of uh, professional filmmaking, I guess, in a way. So obviously self-shooting is when you get your own camera, whatever that camera may be, and you point it towards yourself, you do all of the work to film and record whatever you're doing at that time. Um, and now stripping it all away and making it the most basic form, if you had your own mobile phone that has a camera uh, and you're able to record some length of video, then you may be able to put up some short content to the likes of, as you say, Vine when it when it was around, uh, Byte, whatever this new, this new Vine thing is. And of course, also, um, there is stuff like TikTok and there is stuff like... Um, I guess short Twitter moment stuff and Facebook video and all that jazz. There's loads of different ways and different places that you can put up um, very short video clips of yourself. Oh, including the likes of Snapchat as well. I completely forgot about Snapchat. Um, But there's ways and means in which you can be, uh, I guess, smart and utilize what you have around you in order to self-shoot a bit better. Um, Have you ever done anything like that before, JD? Have you ever self-shot anything? Uh, like I said, I've done like the vines and bites and things, not TikTok. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no. Like, I, I feel like I'm limited by the length of my arm, mm. and it doesn't make for great camera angles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I, and as you say, it is all about that utilization of uh things around you. So length of your arm, as you said, or you could prop it up against like a, I guess a shelf or a surface or something like that, maybe. If you're lucky enough to own a tripod, then there are like attachments and adapters you can get that can actually, you know, attach a phone onto a tripod yeah, instead. Yeah, I've seen selfie sticks go around. Mm, yeah, there is the selfie stick as well. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, so, what do you what do you think is the most basic form of self shooting? Yeah, like a selfie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just put your arm out, cheese, haha, whatever current lingo is. It's not YOLO anymore. I know that much. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Oh, yeah, selfies. <laughs> yeah, so selfies are a good, uh, a good thing. Um, I mean, you know, you could be very creative with a selfie. I've seen people like hang off the side of stupid structures and stuff like that doing a selfie. I've seen people, um, you know, lay their phone down, set up a shot, and then run away and you know, almost like self-direct themselves into a an action thing just to do a an action shot or something like that you, know, you get those ones actually um what are they call are they called boomerangs they're called boomerangs aren't they where people are no like idea. like run and jump into like a swimming pool and as they jump in the air it like it like boomerangs backwards and forwards between them starting the jump and finishing the jump um and so on oh. and so forth yeah yeah so that's like i guess the basic stripped out version of self-shooting um 
And then obviously if you, we step it up a notch a little bit further, if you have the likes of your own camera or you have your own camera tripod set up or anything like that, then of course, if you're like a, a newly emerging actor, maybe you do uh, your self-shot tapes, audition tapes and stuff, um, which are obviously, you know, you sit in front of your camera, you look down the barrel of the lens and you say your piece to, uh, or whatever the uh, description that the producer gives you at the time. Um, I, could th- I think that'd be daunting. To be honest, I've done something uh, similar with um, like video calls, yeah. And then I've had to do a script for an audition video via the uh, video call, yeah, yeah. And but, did, like, did it go well or anything? Uh, no, no, I didn't get the pass. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but like recording it wise, they said it was good, like good yeah. quality and everything. So I was like, all right, well, I got that. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, so what? Explain what? Explain what you did. Did you sit down in front of the camera and just go for it, or kind of the same thing that we do when we record the podcast? I sit down, I go connect via call, and the only yeah, difference yeah, is I yeah. don't turn the, the camera off. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So obviously, you use your laptop camera for that one. I take it, or yeah, whatever webcam you have uh, at the time. Yeah, because I haven't had this laptop for a long time, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it used to be like you say just prop your phone up and run away and then go hi <laughs> yeah that's right yeah yeah absolutely um so okay yeah um i mean i i personally uh, i've never really been in that situation before i guess because i don't act um i never have done but obviously whenever i'm looking at people's self tapes whenever i'm looking at people's self auditions or anything like that the main thing i i, I kind of look for is it's not really the setup it's not really how the how the shot looks or the lighting looks or anything like that because after all they're, they're actors right they don't expect to be in this massively professional you know home built studio just to <laughs> just oh, to record some a simple... people do expect it really that's that's crazy i can't believe that because you know that's not their profession you know it's a different kind of area it's a different field of expertise isn't it so i mean why would oh, people I've had expect someone say that they won't accept my audition tape because um we didn't have like a studio or anything so really? it was just clearly in my living room yeah yeah so like no use like a studio use an empty room and i was like i don't have an empty room <laughs> that's that's mental that is mental i can't believe someone would say that that's crazy i, I guess the harsh harsh world isn't it in the end yeah i mean i'm not gonna say who it is because I'm, I'm not the kind <laughs> of person however yeah yeah they exist <laughs> of course they do of course they do um okay so moving on a little bit further then i guess where we look towards like, your low-end corporate work or maybe even student work and stuff the student movies and things like that i remember when uh, i shot my a-level media course um i didn't necessarily self-shoot the whole project uh we had like um, a friend of mine and my partner for the actual uh, a-level course uh, who was with me for the whole uh, coursework project um we went out and we shot the entire thing uh we we mixed up all the jobs and all the roles because we didn't really know what was going on or you know what what specific roles there were in film or anything like that so we just kind of filmed the project i guess in a way um and whatever it took we just got it done in the end um and i guess when it comes to the likes of um going to university and relying on solo projects i i found a lot of the time when in uni especially a lot of people really fancy doing and working solo rather than working in a team. I'm not too sure why, to be honest. Um, 
what, what do you think, Jade? Do you think do you, would you prefer to work solo on a project, or would you prefer to work in like a group or a team? Oh gosh, no, I, I'd rather have a team. At least then, like if I'm lost, I can turn to someone and say, "Do you know what we're doing?" Yeah, yeah, kind of like how yeah. we're working together now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't know what to do. I, I, I know, I don't know what to do, but I wouldn't know what to. I've got no one to bounce off. You know, you know when you make something, and you turn around to somebody and go, "Hey, does this look okay?" Or does yeah. this need adjusted or something like that? You don't have that barrier. You don't have that bounce off anybody. When you don't have a second around. opinion until you finished it, and you send it off to a friend or relative, and you're like, "What do you think?" Yeah, and they say, oh, "I hated that," and you're like, "Oh, yeah." I just you just sat there going, "Well, it. too late." <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's really tough in a way. Um, because I guess, uh, in essence, uh, working as a team and working as part or working as part of a group, and anyway, it kind of allows you to split the workload as well. If you're really struggling to do audio, to do camera, to do um, the the offloads, do the edit, to remember this, to remember that, to talk to the cast, to talk to the crew, it, well, not to talk to the crew for that matter. It's um, it, it's tough. It is really tough to have to cram in all of that information and and try and offload that it takes a quite a, a special talent to to get it right i guess hmm. um have I, again i asked the same question jd have you ever self-shot an entire project or anything like that no i can't think no. of anything like like i say outside of an audition no mm, mm, yeah 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 see i Vine, i did maybe i did one project just the one it was a um, a short documentary about a park that was local to me. Uh, it was for for university, and it was one of the the only solo projects they ever took on. And I absolutely hated it with a burning passion. I couldn't stand it. Honestly, I couldn't couldn't deal with working on my own. Um, and uh, here I am now working with the likes of yourself and Ella, um, because you know starting up an entire company by myself wasn't uh, wasn't going to go the best way. <laughs> so uh, oh, it's scary. It's horrible. You yeah. want someone there to tell you, no, 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 it's a good idea. Don't worry. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, we move on just ever so slightly into a different form of self shooting, and that is creating YouTube videos. So like, like right now, when I, uh, well, uh, as we start to develop over the next few few months, as we start to speak towards the camera for the podcast. Um, and we we obviously make tutorial videos. We make the episodes of Look Closer, and they're all a form of self shooting. Um, you know, we sit down, we set up the camera, set up the audio, set up the tripod, um, sit at a chair and speak. And that is, in essence, a massive form of self shooting. A lot of YouTubers do it. Um, in fact, I don't really think there's that many YouTubers that don't self shoot, um, unless they're kind of like a bigger, larger company that uh, that hire in camera operators to operate on their either podcast or on their shows or whatever um, a lot of youtubers are just i sit at home at my desk and i make a video every day and that's it simple mm. um and it, and it can obviously vary it can completely range from uh, different different types and styles of videos some people make tutorials like we do um some people make uh, gaming videos they make hair and makeup reaction tutorial videos. videos reaction videos yes some people vlog um, you know, there's loads of different types of self-shooting when it comes to YouTube, and I think YouTube is the biggest place um, where a solo creator or a solo content creator can actually thrive in a way, um, because it's so widely accepted as like a form or an art form, um, and it's a really nice, I guess, it's a really nice spot to get started, isn't it? 
uh, when you don't have the people who you, you don't really know there's that many people maybe or whether you're just starting you haven't got that many contacts or something like that it's a great place yeah. to get started isn't it or even not even just to get started sometimes like you say if you're using like vlogs it's a good way to keep records it's a good way to make a, a little passion project on your own yeah absolutely um so where uh we as a company are starting to have to get used to self-shooting a little bit more and um, we're starting to have to get used to using kit by ourselves a little bit more because obviously of the uh of the situation that we're in now where everybody's in lockdown everyone's at home not doing much um it's it is a lot tougher um to week actually something or other of yeah. lockdown yeah week what was it five week five i think i thought it was six. Oh no <laughs> who knows I don't um know. But yeah, so obviously because we're in uh, such a state of lockdown and nobody is actually going out to meet or going out to film and stuff like that, there's not that reliance on the person who knows what to do as such. There's always, um, it has to be you and you have to do it. And uh, I guess for me necessarily, it's not too bad because I know quite a lot about tech. Has it been an issue for you at all? It has because the first time you sat down and messaged me and said, hey, we're going to record the podcast during the lockdown. I started sweating because I thought, oh, I don't know how <laughs> to do any of this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. When we first sat down, I download the the software, Audacity, and then I pressed record. We finished the podcast. I was like, great, that was easy. And you went, okay, now export it as a WAV file. I just went, what? <laughs> yeah. What's a yeah, WAV? Yeah. That's it. And a lot of the time, um, not just with yourself, even when we're trying to organize like family things, like we, we do something every single week with the family where we have like a game night and um, it's every Sunday and we invite all the family to like a, like a, like a Google meet thing and they all join in. Uh, we turn on all the cameras and everybody, you know, plays a, a specific board game um, and it's really good fun. But at the start, there was a lot of times where I had to just sit there and go, right, uh, I need to call you individually and set up your audio and set up your microphone and stop this from happening and stop the echo and all that. I had to do loads of different like tech support stuff over the phone um, just to try and get it right, to get it sorted before. It was a lot of effort and a lot of work around. And I think people in general, um, as like a broad scheme of things, are starting to learn a little bit more about technology and how it works and how video conferencing, video call and all that works. I yeah. guess, you know what's really quite funny is that we... Um, always look towards the gaming industry and gaming itself as like an addiction and a bad thing and all that jazz. Um, society doesn't really like it as such. But now look at us, you know, yeah, this, the guys forget, who stream. Before this lockdown, we had uh, the World Health Organization saying how you can become addicted to gaming. Yeah. It's a problem. We need to snuff it out. And now they're sat there going, it's probably one of the best pastimes during this time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, not only that as well, but obviously, you know, when you have like streamers on Twitch um, and they set up their own self studio every single day, they have a webcam and a microphone and it's all really high quality. We can see their stuff and they stream. They stream for like 10, 12 hours a day before lockdown. And now with lockdown, everyone's looking to streamers to say, hey, I want to steal a bit of your, your technology and I want to steal a bit of your um, know-how and utilize it for my business because my business works and what do you use yeah. to stream what do you use to do this and so on and so forth i think people need to look more towards the gaming industry for inspiration for when they are self-shooting and self-creating their own content um yeah because like it's it's kind of like a natural evolution in a sense because now we have to resort to this proxy communication 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you find it strange having to sit so far away, but still, you know, talk to someone over over a Skype call or whatever? No, no. I I used to do this before, like not the recording part, but I'd yeah. still talk to my family from who we live in North Wales. I mean, while I'm here in Liverpool, it's a big distance, so I just mm. call them regularly. Fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very much a people person, so I like meeting up with people and talking to them and having a chat, going out for food and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's been a it's been a learning curve for me, uh, having to, well, to not see yourself, to not see Ella and that for, for such a long time. So, yeah, man, I can't wait yeah. for it to all be oh, over. Do you miss us? <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm messing um but but yeah so that is i guess self-shooting in a nutshell and um the biggest and most professional form of self-shooting is when you get to your solo shot documentaries and your news broadcasts um a lot of the time it's like a solo presenter goes out um into wherever they need to go to and self-shoots their entire project so there's a lot of tech involved there's a lot of um planning and pre-production involved for that and there's obviously some really high quality kit that allows you to self shoot. You got your you know your shutter clickers and stuff like that that allow you to record the stuff early before whilst you stood there, so you don't have to press record, then run into frame dead quick and then start recording. Um, yeah. But I guess the even in even then, you can make something that's really really professional quality and still use the very very basic stuff that we talked about right at the start of the podcast. So you know like your, your mobile phone um, and your basic thirty seconds. So uh, can't speak. Sorry your basic 30 second clips um, you can like grab um, a bunch of 30 30 second clips and compile them into like what what could look like a short film um, quite very easily as well and not only that you can also plug your photo to a computer and edit it professionally so therefore you can always cut around any any stuff that you want to cut around uh, I think a lot of the time there's a common misconception with self-shooting stuff that it's very clunky and very amateurish um, whereas in reality as long as you take your time with the project and you do the same process that you would do when making a full short film with the entire crew, then you can make just as good stuff. Um, but obviously, that's the, there's that essence of time, and time is obviously not yeah. in favour for anyone. Um, Normally it's not, but currently with the lockdown, that kind of project is quite, um, what would the word be, encouraged. Because yeah. we're all looking for things to do while we wait for the lockdown to be lifted, or even uh, less restrictive. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. God, I miss I... McDonald's. <laughs> don't we all, man? Don't we all? And speaking of which, not speaking of McDonald's, but speaking of looking for things to do um, during lockdown, we are actually going to be launching a new series this weekend. So, obviously, oh. something that I want to add to the podcast um, is a little section where we talk about what worth it's going to be doing and what we have done, of course, obviously in the past, um, what we have done really is kind of, um, uh, the essence of the entire show. The show is about what we learn within the past couple of weeks that we've been, uh, creating films and creating content. Whereas now it's been a bit more difficult. Obviously we have to make up topics on the spot because we haven't been filming at all. So we can't really learn anything. We're not filming, but yeah. you know, um, so that, that's, uh, that's by the by, but, Something that I actually want to add in towards the end of each episode is uh, looking forward and what we are going to be doing over the next few weeks or next month or whatever. So we are actually going to be releasing a new series. I think it's it's either Friday, Saturday or Sunday. It's one of the days. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we are going to be having a look um, at a full how to create 
um, either video content, documentary content, short film content, whatever you want to create, using just your mobile phone and nothing else. Um, so Ooh. the most basic of basic stuff. If you don't have a camera on you, you don't have any editing software, you don't have anything like that, then I really do heavily suggest that you come and check out those videos because we'll be doing a, from a very beginner's course on how to uh, how to do all that stuff, and uh, it should be really interesting. Uh, I really do hope you enjoy the stuff that comes along with that. I'm sure I'll be using it to learn <laughs> to do my own show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I expect a short film from you, JD, by the end of the end of May. <laughs> I, I mean that depends how good the episodes are Tom. yeah that's it yeah <laughs> so yeah um that that tutorial series will be starting on the weekend it'll be coming up every tuesday and i think every friday um after that so it'll be two episodes a week and we're going to try and fly through the course and um hopefully you'll learn a thing or two um the opening episode is going to be like a summary um of what you must include when uh, whenever you're making any kind of film or any kind of content um regardless of the kit that you have and then after that, we're going to deep dive into each little particular section of how to make films on your mobile phone. So yeah, that's what's coming Ooh, up. Something, something nice and exciting indeed. Um, and I can't wait to share it with you all. So um, that is it for the end of this episode uh, of the Worth It podcast. Obviously, we'll be uh, back next to back Wednesday. To yes, JD's going to go back to bed too. <laughs> no, but um, yes, we'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. I don't know what we're talking about just yet, but we'll decide whenever the hell we get to it. So uh, I really do hope you enjoyed this episode in particular. If you did, make sure you leave a like on the video. And uh, obviously don't forget to subscribe for more content. It'll all be down in the description below. All the bits and pieces you're going to check us out or check worth it or whatever. Go and do it. Um, but yes, thank you very much for listening, guys. Thank you, JD, for being a part of the podcast. Thanks for having me as always. No problem at all. And I'll speak to you all next week. See ya. See ya.